Hey everyone, grab a drink, grab a shot, grab a seat, grab your loved ones, grab something. We're gonna talk about traveling. I'm Austin Greathouse, and this is Super Tramps. Ladies, please no high heels today. You need to be in flat shoes. High heels is only gonna cause you to have a broken ankle and you're gonna be down in the infirmary. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Super Tramps. Last week, we started talking about visiting the USA and all that it has to offer. Of course, there's always more that I can't fit into these short episodes, so make sure you check out my website at supertramppodcast.wordpress.com. There you can find each week's episodes and up-to-date blogs with information that just didn't make the cut. This week is all about cruises. They may not be the trampiest form of travel, but it's an experience worth having at least once. Joining me is a longtime family friend of mine and cruising expert, Debbie Kennedy. So let's get started. It's only half past 12, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. All right. Thank you for being with me today, Debbie. It means a lot. Uh, definitely need somebody that wants or that has some knowledge on cruises. Ron, how many cruises have you been on, would you say? Overall, 19. 19 cruises. Okay. And which cruises were the best for the money, do you think? It, re- it really depends on where you're going and your destin- your final destination, what islands you want to see, and what you want to get out of the cruise. I personally like Royal Caribbean, mainly because for price, you can't beat it. The prices are great. The destinations are great. The ships are always clean. The, sh- the staff is courteous. Not to say the others aren't, but there's some quality issues when you compare them. We're, we're kind of out of the Disney stage now because my children are grown up. So Disney's really, grandkids come along, Disney will be an option again. But for now, Royal Caribbean's are, is our cruise line. So how do you know, going back before you were doing a lot of cruises, or I guess I guess that in-between stage and when you're trying to get family and friends to come with you. I know I've traveled with you all before. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you found a good deal on a cruise? Well, we, you know, like the cruise that we, we were all on, it was it was a matter of price. Which cruise was that? And that was the Majesty of the Seas, which was a Royal Caribbean ship. Mm-hmm. That was our last cruise, which was probably four or five years ago, maybe. That was our last cruise together? I believe yeah, so. I think it yeah. Was. yeah, yeah. You know, we, we just we just had fun because we were with a group and we just were all... It didn't really matter where we were going for that cruise. It yeah. was just the fact that we were all together and you guys were just having a blast. You know, the one night we're in Nassau and we go to Senior Frogs and yeah. we're, we're doing line dancing and having having shots poured down our throats as we're doing I the line we dance. pretty drunk. Even my sister, who was underage, I'm pretty sure got kind of intoxicated. Yeah, I don't know the drinking age in Nassau, but she was getting drinks, so... Yeah. And it, it all worked out. She was with family. It's It kind of had like a European vibe and Caribbean kind of area yeah. feel to it. So it was cool. It was a good experience. We, we had fun. Yeah. Definitely had fun. If you're looking for a good price and other people are not kind of sure what a good price looks like on a cruise, what would you define as a good price for maybe a family or just a couple to go? For a couple to go, um, having just gotten back from a cruise less than three weeks ago, my husband and I, we, we did take an inside stateroom and we were on the Freedom of the Seas that left out of Fort Lauderdale. The inside staterooms, there are some that are completely boxed in with no window. And then some of the ships offer what's called a promenade inside stateroom that actually has a window and you look down onto the promenade shopping area. That was the room that we had. So 
It wasn't like you were in a, in a boxed up room. You had no clue of what time of day or night it was. We got that cruise for caught a sale. You know, Royal Caribbean sends us emails. I hop on their website and check the prices. And it was something we couldn't say no to. Six nights and seven days. And it was under $1,100. For the both of you. For the both of us. That is that is impressive. That's pretty yep. incredible. How, how much, for a family of four, how much does a cruise usually run you? Well, um, when you get the third and fourth person in a stateroom, they, they usually get cut in half. That particular room price would have probably run about 2000 for four. Okay. And that's still a good deal for four people. That doesn't include your airfare to get down there and everything, but mm. that's just the price of the cruise. But it includes, you know, all your meals, all the fun activities on the ship. So it's, it's a good price for everything that you would like to do. So how do you avoid overpacking? What do you not pack? I do not go crazy with, evening formal wear for like ball gowns and all that kind of stuff i mean you really only uh, need one right yeah there, Even if on that... a seven day cruise there's usually one formal night yeah you, you don't have to get crazy uh it's only more stuff to have to carry yeah. first of all so you can keep it pretty casual with most events right oh yeah yeah, yeah. um it, you, you try to pack the least uh on unfortunately on royal caribbean ships they don't have a laundry system Carnival and Disney do. They actually have laundry rooms That's where you can wash your clothes. Really good to know. Every time I'm asked for to do a survey, I complain about that. That they should take maybe one stateroom away on each level and install a laundry room. Just so that people can wash their clothes. Um, they're more than willing to wash your, clo their clo your clothes for you at the cost of $35 for a bag of laundry. But... Yeah, who wants to it, pay an extra $35? Exactly. Um, alcohol gets pretty expensive on cruises, too. Is there any remedies for that? Do you pack alcohol when you go on a cruise? I do. And How do you, how do you get away with that? <laughs> well, I get the little plastic bottles that you would use for shampoo, and and sometimes they're more than four or five ounce bottles. Yeah. And I pack them with my toiletries, but they're filled with liquor. Hard liquor. I double bag it and double ziplock it just in case something breaks open and spills out. Yeah, a little bit of everything. And a little bit save of everything. You a lot of money. So yeah, I don't buy the drink package. I buy a little yeah. soda package and keep my little little bottle and add a little bit of liquor to my to my soda, my ginger ale. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. <laughs> With the places you've been to, what 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 are your favorites? Grand Cayman. Turks and Caicos, and totally on the opposite end of the spectrum, I would have to say Nova Scotia, Halifax. That's uh, on a Canadian cruise? Uh, yes, it left out of New York. Uh, it actually was a carnival cruise, and we went to St. John, New Brunswick, and then we went to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, what all did you get to do out there? What was that like for you? We did, um, in, in Halifax, that happens to be the location where the people from the Titanic were taken. The bodies that were plucked out of the water that, you know, drowned. So they probably got a big memorial over there. They have a huge there. memorial yeah. and they're all buried there. So, you know, we did one of the tours where we went to the grave and paid our respects. But it's amazing. They were plucked out of the water and were numbered. And that's how they're buried. It was 
pretty tough to be around that. It, yeah. you, you think about, you know, people that lost their life and lo lost their children and everything, and it's it's really sad. It's got to be um, kind of surreal. How do you switch the mindset? So well, I, what is a Canadian cruise kind of atmosphere? Is it still kind of that, like, upbeat, like... Jamaican it, kind no, of, no. It, it is not. Um, Canadian cruise, um, when you when you arrive in any of the Canadian ports, the folks are so nice to greet you. Sometimes down in the Caribbean, because it's their primary source of income, you know, tourism is all they have. It, they can be a little aggressive. Kind of really get at you and pull. Yeah, and an yeah, they can get aggressive. They don't want to take no for an answer and it makes you very uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't get that in, in Canada. Canada doesn't do that. Are the cruise lines the same too? So like themselves, like maybe all the kind of seaworthy music that you think of, the beach music and those kinds of vibes, are those similar on the cruises? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the top, the top deck usually um, on any cruise especially if you're cruising in the summer, there's always going to be people, even if you're heading up to Canada where it's a little chillier, yeah. there's always people at the pools and stuff. And there's always a Calypso band playing. Um, that doesn't change. It, it's a really great cruise. You get to see whales breaching and um, the North Atlantic can be a little rough, mm -hmm. but it's it's a beautiful place. Now, I did a Mediterranean cruise. And what I really, I loved about this cruise was that it's not like you get off at some tourist trappy kind of area where you've just got this little kind of spot to navigate and maybe places for you to go on excursions and snorkel. On the Mediterranean cruises, you're docking in various cities like Mykonos or Athens or, you know, Civitavecchia in Italy and Malta. And you can quite literally explore the entire country as long as you get back on the cruise in time. But you usually get at least 12 hours to play with, if not longer. So on one of our stops, we went out to Pompeii, um, which was about an hour and a half. That's something I would love to see. It was incredible. And that that's, I love that about the, the cruise. Vita Vecha, Rome was an hour away. You know, they don't, they're not trying to pull you in. They're just yeah. go explore. And I like that a lot. Is our Canadian cruises more like that? Um, I haven't been, I've only gone up to Canada twice. Mm -hmm. And both times the docking was very early in the morning. You had to be back at the ship by probably five or six o'clock. So you, you got maybe 10 hours, yeah. uh, maybe eight, eight to 10 hours uh, to walk around and explore. The ship did not like dock overnight. You, ha you had to be back or you missed the ship. Yeah. One last question for you. Who would you recommend a cruise vacation for? It's not for everybody. I would say if you have a family and you have small children, you have to try a Disney cruise. The staff take the kids to different programs. You sign them up for the programs. The kids have the best time and the parents get to have a good time. They don't have to worry about their children. They get a beeper. If there's an emergency or the child wants to be picked up, they have to sign a log, release them out. and But the kids never want to leave. So you're never getting beeped, pretty much. Yeah. It, it's great for families. It's great for... Cruises are great for just about anybody, so I think. Couples can get away, do their own thing. They sure can. I think that you have to at least try it once. The captains are usually very, very good at forecasting weather. Keeping in out a, of storms. Yes. Yeah. The the staff is really, really good at, 
predicting that people are not going to be feeling well and they start hanging bags in the hallways and they're hanging bags in the elevators (laughs) and the captain will get on and say ladies please no high heels today you need to be in flat shoes you're going to have to hold on to stuff high heels is only going to cause you to have a broken ankle and you're going to be down in the infirmary so (laughs) it's you got to get used to it I just want to thank you again for spending very some time welcome. with me and answering these questions. I'm sure people are going to find this pretty helpful. So I really do. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Once again, I just want to thank Debbie for being with us today. Honestly, I wish we could have had a little bit more time with her because she really can impart knowledge like a library on this topic. But I think we're at a good stopping point. I hope everyone was able to take something away from this week's podcast, but if cruises aren't your thing, check back in next week and we're going to break down Germany with returning guest and everyone's favorite, Stacy. The songs Five O'Clock Somewhere by Jimmy Buffett, Hot 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 by Buster Poindexter, and Soka Butterfly by Byron Lee were all used in accordance with the Educational Fair Use Copyright Act of 1976. I do not own the rights to these songs. Please do not steal music. As always, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud. You can always find more information on our website, supertrampodcast.wordpress.com. And if you've got any interesting travel stories or experiences you want to share, get in contact with us. We may be able to throw you on the show, and that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Once again, I'm Austin Greathouse, and this is Supertramps. We'll see you next week.